All right, we are live, episode 11. We made it here. Justin Wiesahan, Macro Snacks, Betsy Craig, Trinfo. Nailed it. Menu Trinfo. Menu Trinfo. Forgot the core, core piece. Uh, we are all here. We're ready to go. I'll premise this one with something that's unique and interesting. Uh, Justin and I are in a similar game. We're in a similar vertical of snacks. Some would say, wow, I can't believe you did that. He's on your show because that's just how I roll. We're all in this together in some ways. And at the end of the day, not only is there plenty of room, but the reality is people who know me, I'm a big believer uh, in balanced nutrition and balanced eating. Um, and so if there's other players in the space uh, who I believe could potentially uh, uh, have the same message, I'm all for it. Um, and at the end of the day, we're all going to go compete uh, when this thing's all said and done. And I'm also all for that. Uh, so, Justin, let's get into it, though. Talking macro snacks. Uh, when did it start? Uh, how did it start? Uh, is it just you on the team or do you have others that are helping you along the journey? Give us a little snapshot there. Yeah, Mark, thank, first of all, thanks for putting this together and having me on. I appreciate it. I love what you're doing with your platform and I think it's awesome. Um, so I'll answer the second question first. How did it start? Um, it started with me being kind of a religious macronutrient counter. Um, I follow my ratios pretty, pretty religiously. Um, and throughout the course of that journey, uh, I really couldn't find a good balance chip uh, that, that kind of fit into my numbers. And I love chips, I love snacking, but it really messed up my numbers. Um, so I set off on a journey to see if this was something I could create. Um, balanced macronutrients, so a good ratio of protein, fats, and carbs bundled into a good tasting, crunchy snack. Um, so that's where it started. Um, the company started in April of 2018. Uh, it took about a year to develop the product, a lot longer than I, than I thought. I know we'll probably get into this, but it always takes twice as long and more than double the money you initially think it's going to take. Uh, five times more than money. <laughs> right. That's, that's about <laughs> yep. more realistic. Um, so we, we actually launched last June. Uh, we did a, a pilot launch and got it out to a lot of consumers to get consumer feedback on the product. From there, we reformulated based on that feedback um, in October of 2019 and really did a full-scale launch just last December. Cool. Um, yeah. Timeline-wise, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, and as far as, uh, as far as the formulation and getting through that, uh, I do know that you use a pea protein or an isolate of some sort. Yep. Pea protein so, isolate. Go ahead, please. Yeah. Pea protein isolate, chickpea flour, brown rice flour is the base. Okay. So with that, there is a level of, uh, of dryness that occurs uh, oftentimes, especially in early iterations. So yep. I think this speaking to somebody who's formulating products, um, putting them together, could be even be in the kitchen. They're going to come across this. We did a long time ago as well, uh, you know, with us being originally in a chip form. But um, how did you get through that? What, what did that look like? Did you, did you almost make um, sort of 
indecisive moves in the beginning, even though there was feedback? Walk us through sort of your mind, mind frame with that. Yeah, I mean, when we first did our first trial run, I mean, those things came out hard as a rock. Um, you couldn't chew them. They were terrible. Um, so what we had to do is kind of re-engineer the formulation. Uh, we actually ended up putting some soy protein isolate on the back end of the formulation to kind of soften up that texture a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we did add that, but, but that, it, it's really just finding that perfect formula. And you're right with the pea protein isolate, man. It's dry. It's hard. So you got to find things to balance that out. Yeah, well, that's good that you did. And, and it sounds like you took some uh, comments from others, which is so important. I think oftentimes um, it's not necessarily an ego thing of sorts, but we often really just want to forge ahead, especially because we've done work, we put in the time and we just say, ah, well, we'll just make it happen. And people don't recognize this is food we're talking about, uh, or it's a beverage you're producing. And the reality is people come back for the taste. Exactly. Uh, you, you know, and if you can tout all the other great things, nutritional benefits in the sort, that's, that's the bonus. That's really what you can have long-term loyalty in terms of a, of a consumer. Yeah, and that's, that's really the, the first thing when I set out. I said the nutrition has to be there because that's important. That's the mission of the product is to get people to understand the benefits of a nutritionally balanced diet rather than restrictive, quick fix, short-term diets. Um, so that was important. Nutrition was key. But if you can't get it to taste good, you're not going to have a market in the first place. So um, going back to taste, I always said at the beginning, if I couldn't get it to taste good, I wasn't going to do it. Cool. Um, let's talk your first phase of distribution was it direct to consumer i'm assuming you throw up the website maybe you work in a little bit of amazon at the time give us a direct to consumer model uh, if that was your first uh your first attempt to get the products out yeah so right now we're 100 percent online um we run everything through our website and through amazon we like to have like an 80 20 split uh favored to our website um, just because you have so much better interaction with the customer that way. And, and we think that's, that, that's really valuable to be able to touch the consumer. Um, and that's where we're at. We're hundred percent right now digital. Um, we, we had plans to break into retail this fall, but obviously under the current circumstances that's been put on hold, uh, which I think is fine. I think it gives us an opportunity to really grow a consumer base online collect some data and then really have that as firepower going into retailers in 2021. That's a great comment. Um, And you are correct. You almost are in a great position so long that you, uh, you know, have enough funding just to, to, to keep the pace going. Right. Um, But you definitely don't have those major risks that are laid out there. Um, You know, even in previous episodes and even some calls that I had yesterday with, with friends in the business, there are specific channels that, um, you know, that have sort of been, been hit the hardest and it's very tough to come back from that or to get yourself acclimated. So being in a direct to consumer business like that, um, at least right now, isn't a bad thing. Um, when this all started, it was kind of like, okay, what's going to happen? Um, but we had a record March and then we followed that up with another record April. So I think what, I think what we're seeing from a direct to consumer perspective is more people are at home. So obviously they're shopping online more, they're, they're on their devices a lot more. 
but also you're probably feeling this as well. People are becoming more health conscious because of this. Um, consumers that may not have come into this space or looked at different ways to consume products they like in a healthier format, they're looking towards that now because they know that food can help fight off infections and things that we're dealing with. Yeah, that's a good comment. Um, I, would, I would say that for the month of March and going into April, there was a little bit of a, of a change there, um, specifically in retail. Uh, the, the better for you options actually saw a little bit of a dip, which uh, for, for me, I understood, I respected uh, the idea of consumers going back to legacy brands, uh, discounted brands, uh, familiar brands, um, things that you put in your cabinet to make your stresses a little less. Um, that often comes with higher sugar and things that aren't, aren't nutritionally balanced. Uh, totally understood. However, I'm with you in, in terms of being extremely bullish on what it looks like coming out of this. And so long your message does not change and the idea that we not only needed to get healthy before, mm -hmm. that was always a given, right? And that needs to be the foundation of a brand like ours, um, but we need it more than ever now. You know, we need it more than ever now. Everybody needs to focus on health. And, and the idea of using new keywords like immunity, which mm -hmm. often was, it was a little strange, you know, you're using, it's, I'm going to bring it back into to some messaging now, right? Immunity. Um, Top of mind now. Yeah. It, it is, it is. But foundationally, you know, again, we could, we could talk this talk probably all day. I foundationally to the core of, of nutrition and being balanced, um, that builds the foundation to everything else, including immunity, right? Um, so let's, uh, talk fundraising. Did you, um, so those that, that come to, to this sort of episode and they go, all right, how does a new food and beverage company start specific to yours? It sounds like you went, all right, we're just going to, we're going to figure this thing out, have a small team, get it to, to market through direct to consumer. Do you fundraise? And if so, what does that look like and how does it look to date? Yeah, so when we started the company to do the initial R&D, we, we raised some money from friends and family. Um, and also to buy the first round of inventory and launch the brand, we did a, a friends and family raise. Um, we are in the process of looking at other options now. We're actually um, getting ready to launch an equity crowdfunding campaign, uh, which I think will be really good and it'll help the company grow even further. Um, one of your questions you asked before was who's on the team? Right now, I'm basically leading everything. Uh, I do have some contract people for like brand and design work. And then I have a, uh, a social media ad, ad manager that, that I contract out. Um, but other than that, it's me. I'm, I'm packing orders. I'm answering customer service. I'm doing production. I'm, you know, all that, all that stuff, which is good. But, you know, that's, that's what it takes in the beginning. Um, and you just, you just hope you can keep growing it from there and eventually bring team members on. If you're watching, you see what he's talking about? The one-man show doing it all. That's how it's supposed to be, yes. And then you can absolutely, especially in today's age, find the, the team members, because I still consider them that, that are mm -hmm. going to help you in the areas that you do not have the skill set in. Could be digital marketing. Uh, it could be... Uh, just overall messaging and things of that nature. 
you can find those people out there. I know tons of them. Um, and it sounds like Justin is doing that. I like that. Um, as far as where you want to go, I heard you say 2021 in terms of retail. Um, I often sort of close it out with this. Being optimistic, we sort of are getting through this now. We're seeing some lifting occurring throughout the country, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Uh, and if we can start getting back to the new normal, whatever that looks like in 60, 90, 120 days, where does uh, macro snacks uh, look like or sit in 12 months? Yeah, in 12 months, that, that, that's a good question. That's the time frame we should absolutely be operating under. Um, I think that you know retail push is definitely key for the fall of this year going into next year. We, we start having those meetings again, start getting samples out. Um, start talking to, to, you know, in, the, in that channel. Um, and then one of our big goals is, um, you know, we, we came out with the, with, this, with the chips and that's a really good starting point. Uh, but I think, you know, we, we have goals for kind of uh, innovating our, our, our platforms and our product formats. Um, so it's coming out with new products that, that consumers want, that consumers currently don't have an option uh, in a macronutrient balanced format for whatever they're consuming. Um, and whether that's a bar, whether that's, you know, some type of, of nut butters, you know, whatever it may be, a, a kid's line, um, you know, that, that's really on, on our list. The, the chips are really a catalyst to start that conversation and that education into nutritionally balanced, non-restrictive lifestyle. Cause I don't like to call it a diet. I like to call it a lifestyle. Yep. Um, so really just, just continuing to innovate uh, with, with our core mission of macronutrient balance in mind. Cool, good stuff, man, um, really good stuff. Uh, we are going to move to Betsy Craig. Menu Trinfo, I think we're talking nutritionals, I think we're talking helping those in the CPG space, getting their uh, labels, Put together properly give us a little bit of info on your business and how you can help mark thanks for having this this is awesome i've been following your startup with this and, and kudos to you and justin good to hear your story too um menu trinfo started as a menu labeling company for restaurants so we handle lifestyle menus uh, we are absolutely seeing all these trends hit our you know hit our uh, qsrs and our finer dining places um, across the country. We do labels, you betcha. I can do a FDA compliant nutrition fact panel almost in our sleep, um, as well as ingredient statements and allergens. What we've been doing over the last couple of years and how this really fits in CPG is a division of our company does certification. So we certify products of free from gluten, free from any of the big eight allergens or all of them. And that has been you know, crazy successful, especially in the last couple of years, uh, to see the consumer wants to know, just like they're looking for the word immunity, because you guys are hitting on that, and that is spot on. I'm seeing it everywhere. Uh, they want to see that somebody has come into your plant, to where you're co-packing, where you're manufacturing, and made sure the product is safe, and that it's free from something their child might be allergic to. So that's been the other part of our company. We started as a nutrition company. We do labeling, we do menu labeling for restaurants, but boom, into packaging, colleges, all that, all that. Lots of I stuff. like that. 
I'm good. That's, I just learned something new. Um, so if you are in the food or beverage space, uh, need some nutritionals, need some certifications. I like that you added that on, by the way. There's, there's confusion there. They, they see gluten-free certified and the like, and they almost don't know where to start. Um, and so there's a one-stop shop. Looks like it's Betsy. Check her out. Uh, Justin, check, check him out. Here's some, some info on uh, emails and the such. I appreciate having you both on. Uh, and I hope to be talking to you both very soon. Take care. Thanks, Mark. Thanks. Appreciate it.